Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit that ding a ling a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. Show your support by giving us a five-star review or head to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. My name's Gavin and I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got Cal, I've got Gilroy, I've got MD, who's back from his holiday. Yes, who's back? Back again. Yeah, it's a break. MD's back. Anyway. Don't tell a friend. No. Tell nobody. <laughs> Baldi's back. Baldi's back. Good evening. Hello, hello. Back. Evening. Baldi's back. Brilliant. Did you dismiss me? Nope. No. Uh, I didn't even get you away. I didn't. Ah. All back together, and we'll start off as we usually do go around the table and see what we're drinking this fine evening to start things off. Mr. Muir, what you got? An impulse buy. Ooh. You know, well, it's not exciting, but um, you know, we, we try our best not to be too snobby on the Beer Fridge podcast and no forget our roots. And you know, Gav's prone to our tenants, and I'm partial to our Bellhaven best every now and again. And, and all the rest of it. And I was in the supermarket this evening and I walked past and I seen kind of bottles of Newcastle brown ale. And uh, I thought, Ken, what Ken, what a fancy. So <laughs> I picked up a wee bottle of Newcastle brown ale and drinking Is it. it really saying, so I picked up eight Budweiser's and went to uh, <laughs> so, drink, I'm drinking it correctly out of the half pint julep glass um, as well, as, as should be consumed. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's quite nice. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Malty, maybe a bit of floral notes and some uh, maybe some licorice at the end. Um, <laughs> oh, it's nice. It's nice. I like it. I'm, I, I could I could drink this. I'm drinking this. Yeah, <laughs> you are drinking it. Mm. All right, fair enough. Um, I've got another. I've got another sort of slight discussion piece later, later as well um, that I picked up in the same supermarket. All right, look forward to that. Gilroy, what you got? I'm not. Not it. <laughs> So I am continuing where I left off. Um, I picked up some beers from Verdant last week, so I decided to, or this for my starter beer this eve, uh, just to go with that before I move on to something special. So I'm having another uh, Verdant Fest beer, a five point two percent Hell's, pretty kind of October Festy. We mentioned it before, quite round and soft for a lager, rather than that kind of sharp dryness that you normally expect from from a lager. Um, pleasant mm-hmm. enjoyed the last couple that I've had uh, more so than I did the first one for some reason and I can't put my finger on why but um, mm. the last couple that I've had just poured easier probably poured them better now that I, I know what the beer's like and how it goes into the glass um, which is, is good when you've got a few of them so yeah I'm enjoying them as they as they go perfectly chilled and disappeared very quickly so that's it's always good when it's always good when you've got like at least two of one beer. Like if you fuck up with the storage or some <laughs> shit, or you or you open it and it's a wee bit too warm and stuff. Always nice to have two. Buy two. Always buy two. MD. Hello. Where's your tan, by the way? Oh, to be honest, you know, I don't really take much of a tan. So don't uh, tan. Too busy. Too busy sitting in the bar. So um, I have. Uh, I came back and was pleasantly surprised to find half a bruiser box still in my fridge coming back off like holiday. And you think to yourself, oh, what have I got? And I, I had half a cloud water box in the fridge. Yes. And I'm thinking, dancer. Third world problems. Second, 100% second world problems. And uh, so I've been enjoying that. Um as I've been back, but this one I've got is called um, With Open Arms. It's a bright herbal pilsner and it's in collaboration with Glow, which are kind of a, a, a kind of breaking the stigma surrounding women in beer um, sort of um, brewing organization. So all the money and funds from the sale of this beer is sent to Refugee Action, uh, obviously a charity and all the rest of it. Um, so, good cause and a fucking delicious beer, to be honest with you. Um, it's our, our good friends from uh, Yakima, 
Chief uh, Hops, um, who again are donating uh, 10 euros or $10 for every kilogram of hops that gets used in the brew, which is uh, another uh, nice little sort of add to the um, the charitable donations in that sense. But this thing is just, it's like, it's got like orange, uh, floral sort of herby aspect to it. It's still got the, the nice sort of uh, Pilsner holding of the head. Um, it, it reminds me that um, that Talis sort of bulk that we had from Drygate like years yeah. back. As in Chimera. Chimera, thank you. Uh, that it's like refreshing, dry, but the like the herby, like orange aspect kind of like floats its way through. It's it's delicious. And to be honest with you, most of the cloud water beers that I've had have been pretty uh, spot on, to be honest. And this one just adds adds to it. So Sounds good. Sounds very nice. Uh, myself, I picked up a beer from a left-handed giant called it Back with the Pack. It's a hazy upper at 6%. It has Citra, Cryo, Galaxy. They never reacted to that at all, did they? No, I'm no, disappointed. Disappointed as well. Uh, Citra, Cryo, He's Galaxy. Hazy upper. Thank you, bingo. Thank you. I heard you the first time, but I just, I was like, is that even oh. a- I'll, I'll I'll tell you I'll I'll get to that in a second. <clears throat> I'll tell you what about it. So anyway, um, Citra Cryo Galaxy T90 and Mosaic T90 in this beverage. Like I said, six percent. Um, it's it is hazy. Um, it's juicy enough in terms of wanting to be that kind of hazy IPA. Um, it's it wants to be thick, but it's not as thick as it should be for me. It's lovely and refreshing. There's a nice little bit of bitterness in the back end. Initially, I think I've actually had it too cold in the fridge. The galaxy kind of disappeared at the start, but the more this is warming up, the galaxy kind of funkiness is coming through the nose and the body, which is the reason why I picked it up. So I was a wee bit disappointed at the start that I wasn't getting that galaxy funk that I want. But as, as it's warming up, it's definitely slowly coming through and coming round to a better beer than what it was kind of 10, 15 minutes ago, which is very, very nice. Now, going back to what I mentioned, Hazy Ipper, right? Watched the video today, or yesterday, which just fucking fucked me off for, like, the stupidest reasons. Watching this video of someone I actually know, personally, talking about beer, does beer reviews, blah, 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 and he refers to his IPAs as Ippers. So he goes, Ipper, Dipper, Quipper... Tipper just kind of fucked me off. Like it's just an just the IP. Apa's no a hang. Wanker. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. That was my that was my reaction. Before you two came on, Gav said, Gav said, what would you what would you say if you heard somebody saying Apa? I said I would slap them in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I have a point of Apa, please. Sorry, what? Zipper. Zipper. Uh- Aye, zipper your fucking face. It's odd though because why do we call everything the dipper or a tipper or, or that then? No, like it just short like, that's what they are. Aye, no, I, I, I get it. I never, I never refer to it as a dipper. But but, but people it is do, a dipper though. But we'll say both though. But you'll say double IPA and you'll say a dipper sometimes. I do that, but I don't go upper and then dipper. IPA. It's an IPA, like let's <clears> be honest. It's not like I'm not even trying to stick up for the like whoever's came up with this pish, but. It's didn't even refer to your wains in Australia as little nippers. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I seen I, I watched the video and my that was my immediate reaction was like, what the fuck are you saying? I, I watched that a couple of times just to verify and clarify that he was actually saying really that. weird in a bar being like Can I have that Sierra Nevada. <laughs> Two thirds, uh, can I have two thirds of your hazy apple, please? No, get, get, <laughs> get locked up for that kind of hang, you bastard. Don't fucking swear at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so please don't refer to your IPAs as Ippers. No. <laughs> I actually oh. thought when you said it, you said Dipper, to be honest. I didn't like it. That's why, I, like, when you're saying there was no reaction, I was no, like, well, yeah, okay. why in your right mind would you see Ipper? Like, it just like it doesn't make 
I sense. tried to emphasize it as well. Oh. Yeah, Scott's um, just poured a can of peach puree there. It looks, it looks like it, doesn't it? Oh, it's incredible. I'll be. I'll just. I'll, I'll let. I'll, I'll let look, you. I'll let I'll you. I'll not talk about it, but I'll tease breweries. So, uh, Northern Monk equilibrium the other half. Oh, it's Shater and shatest. They're not problems. <laughs> so it's got the name absolutely, for the podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> fuck all problems with that beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing this week that I found not irritating but actually quite enjoyable. Um, Besides beer, obviously, um, I put I put it on the group chat on our group chat of a, a film that I've, I've kind of came across and um, called the Greatest Beer Run. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's no fucking going to win any awards for like the best movie ever or whatever, but um, just an entertaining beer. If you like beer and you like a half decent story, this was actually quite. And I didn't even realize this was a true story until the very very end. But this guy called Chucky Donahue from New York, um, and this film is based during the Vietnam War. All his buddies end up getting shipped off to Vietnam, and for whatever fucking reason, he decides he's going to jump on a boat over to Vietnam, find his pals, and give them all a beer. And it's called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. And fuck me, at the end of it, when I realised it was a true story, that that's a fucking great beer run. Fuck me, by the way. Boy, it's it's funny. It is, it's, it's a comedy... And it doesn't go mental at the backstory and stuff, but it's it is a funny film. It's just a, a half decent story. If you like beer and you like funny ish films, get a shot. It's I think it's on Apple TV and also any. Did he, uh, did he maintain the cold chain throughout the, the no, of course journey? Like, no, the, <laughs> the funny the, the funny thing is so he gets he gets I think it's like Bush Light or I can't remember what beer, what American beer they were having there. It wasn't Budweiser. But eventually, when he gets over to Vietnam, he's like, "Oh, I'm here to give my buddies a, a beer, an American beer." And then one of the journalists he's talking to, who's uh, played by uh, Russell Crowe, basically goes, "I've already got American beer here," and the guy's drinking Budweiser. So, um, it's a nice sweet story. But like I said, I didn't actually realize until the very end of the film that it was actually a true story. And the boys got some fucking bollocks in them. Jump over to Vietnam, frontline in Vietnam, just to give his pals a fucking beer. <laughs> What a good lad, though. Let's be lad. Absolute lad. Quite un, un, kind of not, not in keeping with the film's vibe for Russell Crowe to get to the end of his major spiel and just go, what a fight? <laughs> a la South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> Does he actually fight? No, he nearly fights in that film, actually. Fighting around the world. He nearly fights. Russell Crowe. It's, it is, it's, uh, it was a decent film. Like I said, it's not going to win any awards for like best film ever, but if you're looking for a good a wee filler in your evening, an hour and a half to kind of kill, uh, give that a wee tickle, it's not too shabby. It'll have you be... picked up what well, I think you've picked up, Callum? Oh, uh, no, uh, you don't. Fair enough. Um, so, like, I know you, I, I like Callum open this up, and now, and, like, I know you said to mention, like, and Gav, like, in the last episode, you were talking about, like, places that you kind of wanted to go and hit from... Yes. Like the beer point of view, and <clears throat> uh, Omnipol, the church, and that, and like you mentioned Amsterdam, and that would be a, a good, a good spot. Yeah. And like having been away and seen some really crummy beer and some really good beer in the, the process, it got me kind of thinking about like and how spoiled we are in the UK, percent for for beer. And what, like, what you can get at a supermarket now, and I didn't really want to touch too much supermarket aspect, but it's a really easy comparison, I suppose. Um, so obviously, like, I, I was only in certain places. Like, I was in like the south of Italy for like like the, the most chunky time, but like, I obviously stopped on places on the road, and like, I was only there for like a day. Well, to, the, to the listener, it's not obvious because they don't know you went on a cruise. Okay, well, I was on a cruise, so I was stopping in places for a day. But so anyway, and, someone's uh, doing well. Okay, mate, got fucking money, eh? Uh, oh, you were just saying you're about to move house, old beans. Did he start your oh. fish? And uh, <laughs> so, uh, obviously, I was in spots for a day. So I've got to shout out um, Tori from the 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 Women's Brew podcast because she actually reached out when I was in Athens. And gave me a list of about four breweries that I should have hit up when I was in Athens, right? Uh, 
but obviously only been there for like a short period of time, had a drive to get there and all that kind of carry on, like never really managed to dive too far in in Athens. So it kind of got me thinking like on other stops, like where's <laughs> where's the where's the best spots for craft beer? And a lot of places didn't have like proper local craft beer. Mm. And it was like, you know, you would go in and it'd be like, you know, Greek brewing company sort of thing. And you'd be thinking, where is this Good Greek name. company? And it was really difficult to actually pinpoint. Now, the one that stood out to me was like in Mykonos. And Mykonos had, and on their, on their labels was like, you've obviously been in Mykonos because we didn't sell this beer anywhere else. So basically, <laughs> thanks for supporting local. And I, and I was thinking like, how awesome, you know, you've got this sort of like community in that. But and then I'd say the point I'm trying to make here is like how lucky we are. As in, like, I'm talking about even if you think Scotland or the UK as a whole, that you have a boatload of local breweries on your doorstep. And then we're talking about obviously the the multi, like the macros and all the rest of it, like fair enough as well for supermarket aspect. But I was saying that when we were away, like it's just even when you walk into the supermarket, and you're looking at Stuart, Williams Bros, Broughton, like Inveramond, whoever it is, like all Scottish-based breweries that are in supermarket easy access. Yeah. And then that's not even talk about the the true other independents that are like out and about. Uh, it was just, it was mad. So anyway, that was a long-winded spiel there while Cal was drinking about sort of how lucky we are. And obviously he's mentioned about going abroad to tackle places. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, no. And switching to uh, Callum's uh, uh, stank face. <laughs> stank face. What is this the handmade version of? My, my handmade's better. <clears throat> I've not even seen it. What is it? You did that. I was in Lidl. That's where I picked up the Nookie Brun. And oh, the, reason oh, I, the, reason I, the reason I was in Lidl was because the other day, Gav shared something that he'd seen online, and it was somebody from a beer group had posted Lidl's sort of fucking bi-weekly beer, beer festival type thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew that there wouldn't have been any at the weekend there because generally these things start on a on a Sunday in the sort of budget supermarket. So I went in the, the night hoping to see the the ones that we had that we had been promised, and no. there, but they weren't they weren't there. Surprise! So. Uh, I picked up an, and I was I was walking past and I seen I seen this can <laughs> and it's and it's it's called uh, BN or BN Brewing B E I N N Brewing and it's a New England IPA or sorry a New England IPA um, and apparently they're advocates for better Scottish beer and it's brewed in Scotland nice and generic doesn't tell you where it's brewed. Um, but it's it's brewed it's brewed for Lidl, so I'm guessing it's like Lidl's interpret like the, the you know Aldi have got the anti-establishment IPA and all their their sort of brew dog yeah. ripoffs um, that are brewed for them, and I'm guessing this is the same sort of deal. And it's five percent, nice and generic, and it's a uh, one sixty nine, <laughs> I think. I just found it. Who brewed it? Right. So who brewed it? Don't tell me you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck off. I would have known that. Uh, no, it's Stuart. Yep. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Is just, it awful? It, it's dreadful. It's dreadful. And I just, some serious I, Google in there, by the way. I don't understand. Like, if that's Stuart, the, the, I mean, they make they make their hazy <laughs> IPA for Aldi, and that's 169 a can. And it's guff. So it's the same beer. Oh, their hazy IPA is all right. Their hazy IPA is okay. Stuart's hazy IPA is good. This in comparison is, to that stuff. Yeah. It's, ha- it's hazy-ish in the glass. It's sort of the wrong side of clear. Aye. Um, you compare it to other things at 170 a can aye. for 440 mils in those two supermarkets, Mark. It's, it's there or thereabouts. It's better than Fierce's effort. It, <laughs> it's better than... Luminous luminouses. Aye. So back to back to this um, BN Bruin, and it's mm-hmm. it's got the very it's got the very faintest sort of diluting tropical aroma. Yeah, it just it smells waft, like a waft. It's, of... uh, it's like a wafted, you know, 
double concentrate diluting tropical mm. juice um, or tropical squash, as you might call it in England. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I just it's getting it's really it's getting what it's getting uh, an average rating of three point four out of five. It's, it's no overly game. carbonated. It's too fizzy. It's too sweet. It's just, it's a mess for me. It's a mess for me. It's a mess. It's, like disappointing. A, it's, it's disappointing. It's disappointing that that's mm-hmm. it's disappointing that that's brewed at Stuart. So there's probably a reason why they never put their name in it. <clears throat> That'll be it. Gil, um, tell us more about your fucking that lovely glass Banger. you poured about five minutes ago, which looked fucking phenomenal. The, uh, the, the other end of the yes, the other end of the scale. Thank you, sir. Uh, so this, I believe, this is a patron's project, a patron's Thron. project number that I picked up from um, Beer Merchants. Beer Merchants tap, yes. Um, so this is called was it 13.07 Tank Petrol, the final vortex. And it is a Northern Monk, other half, equilibrium, double dry hot IPA. It's 7.77%. I like it. Exactly. Um, it's Citra, Ildurudu, Eclipse, Mosaic, and Strata. Oh, what is the significance of 7.77? I don't know. I'll tell you when I peel the label. I'll tell you a wee, back, you'll probably tell you. There's a wee spiel to be had. <laughs> it's because they can. <laughs> it's as simple as the precision. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's because they uh, can. <laughs> uh, because it's... <clears throat> We've got some super. The thing is, if you put all those brews together, if you just seen a, a blank can, they throw they be they brew, excuse me, on the can, you'd be like, I don't uh, care what's inside it. it, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Oh, Equilibrium, so... other half, like you think to yourself, it's going to be a juice bob. No, like, thank <laughs> you. Can's awesome. Look at that label. The gold can look wicked. Of Tank Petrol's Patrons Project. It's the Northern Monk. Can I just say, just like, well, Gil's reading aloud. Um, like, <laughs> I'll read it underneath like a voiceover. The, uh, like when obviously, when the, the beer Cal just had, right? <laughs> the, I've, I've flicked through our good pals on Untapped, right? Just to, like, that's where I got the rating from. And this thing annoys me, like, massively. So, like I said, 3.4 out of 5 they're getting. Now, somebody's comment here is... Um, not a New England IPA, not great, two and a half out of five, right? Fair play. This other one is not amazing. The whole the whole beer frothed out the can, and all I can smell is the yeast from it for some reason. <laughs> Four right? stars. 3.75 stars. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, fuck. Like, there's another one that said the same. Whole can, yeast out, 3.25. There you so go, on average, see. that's 3.5 for a can basically frothing over on you before you empty. Like, mm, fucking hell. I'm sorry. Three and a half out of five. Out of five. And everyone, all the comments are saying it's, it's overcarbonated. Right. Very decent, rather refreshing, hazy, uh, but it's, it's a new English, as for me, because it's too cloudy and fruity. 3.25. Three and fruity? That's what a New England what you, what you wanted. <laughs> four and a half percent. Four point five out of five. Belter. Is your, mod, your mod's getting a belter, a fucking belter, which is what's happening oh, there. Oh, Heave. Are we back in yourself? I'm just, oh, anyway, but sorry, Gil, I interrupted there, but I totally had like, oh. like 3.5 percent, 3.5 out of five for a can that on two. Two comments that a can explodes on you, basically, like unbelievable foam, <laughs> fromage, unbelievable foam. Back oh, to the, back, back to the good stuff. The listen, the listen, the listen. Sinkage. David, David, if you're listening, there you go. Finally, a can that's been doing the sink. Obviously, oh, was, was he asking if we pour any of it? Like, yeah, just the. Uh... 
Wackaging. Yes. Double mashed barley. Right. And jumbo oats for sig- the signature mellow yellow hue and plush oh. silken mouthfeel. Hot bill is a who's who of juice. Citrus <laughs> stalwart, crisp lemon sherbet, elder Dorado's rays of tangerine sunshine. Stratus sweet pink grapefruit and passion fruit. Uh, sticky buds grounded with the earthy bitterness of mosaic, which provides a prickly, sappy pine needle finish, which it 100% does. <laughs> Um, I, I tell you what, superb. that's a that's a description of. A, I, I'm I, I'm hearing that beer. I'm tasting that beer in my head, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Uh, that's good wackaging, isn't it? That's heavy good wackaging. Um, so oh, and the tank petrol thing. This guy's a, a spray painter, a graffiti artist. Oh, nice. Which is why the can looks as good. Was it brewed in at Northern Monk? Was it brewed, or I think yeah, because they got. Uh, equilibrium another half in to help them which is, is good to be able to do that eh? it's good to be able to phone your mates at uh, other half in equilibrium to just come in and help you maybe that's what we're missing Mark maybe that's maybe we'll make a good beer if we just give them a beer ring and tell them to come in and help us <laughs> listen you could you could brew it through a shitey clerk and put northern put uh, other half in equilibrium on the label and folk would get three and a half stars out of five. <laughs> to be fair, like let's be honest, every bottle we've made it's basically f- frothed out the bottle, mate. So we've got we don't have to do is get it on on top. Lively, three point seven five. Well done, boys. <laughs> well done, well done. Oh, um nice. interestingly enough, um, I'm glad you were mentioned that kind of long spiel that you had a couple of minutes ago, Mark. Um about how we are spoiled here in the UK for craft breweries and beer. And I found a list um, of the UK's best craft beers um, ranked by none other than Southwestern Railway. Um, <laughs> 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 so I don't know why I found that quite so funny. How, how random was One of their drivers did that strike. I don't know. Is, I maybe, is that is that why their trains are never on fucking time? Because they're because they're too, too busy, busy ranking they're too busy ranking the UK's craft beer scene. They've no drivers, why? Because they're all gassed. <laughs> so I, I found it. Um baffled as you as you guys were of, of the of why it's the, these guys. But anyway, there's a I found this list and they've kind of there's a couple of factors they put in place to rank the brewery. So Google rating, top rated beers, uh, number of beers that the brewery produces. And there's a list of 15. I can't be bothered writing off 15 doing, so I went for it with the top 10. And um, it's a list that, I mean, so number one is Cloudwater. They've got Cloudwater number one. And you'd be like, eh, fair enough. I, you could make arguments here or there for Cloudwater being number one, two, three, or four, whatever. If I go further down the list, you're gonna let us guess here, by the way. All right, Roger. Then, so go for like so. Cloudwater's number one. Ah, number two. Who would know, you reckon? Do we know all the breweries? Um, you know all, but I mean, there's two where I'd be like, mm, you might not know them because I didn't know them. No, and this is nine, nine and ten. Basically, I'm like, eh, right, you might okay. not. So if we're ranking the UK's best breweries, we've talked about this already. Like Kevin touched on it. So, like Verdant, the Colonel. Right. So, <sighs> Callum's answer isn't on the list. Oofed. Okay. So Verdant's mm. not on the list. No. So, so Verdant. Mark's answer is on the list, but is oh, not. Num- but is not number two. Okay. Do you want me to tell you where they are? I'll tell you. I'll forget that. Kernel are number three. Okay, I'll take that. That's a good good guess. Polly's? No. Brewdog on the list? No. Hey, what's that right? I got something right. Well done, Southwest. That's Hill. potentially the only thing. Um, Beak? No. And Spach yep. and Hobday? Incidentally, they are 14th. Ah. Good, good shout. A, a fucking excellent shout. Excellent shout. Um, I, I genuinely don't think you're going to get any of these. No. Asvex. <laughs> no. 
I, I was thinking more bigger. I was thinking I was going to go with stuff at like Northern Monk. Or 12. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm two for two. Of my, at least how? <laughs> um, elusive. No. Right. So uh, one hint for number two. You've mentioned them already. The brewed a beer that you've just you've mentioned that Callum just drank. Stuart. Yes. A number. Right, okay. A number two. Oh fuck. Oh dear. This is fierce, this is this is the caliber. No. So this is the caliber of list that I've found. Loch Lomond. No tours. But and not in the list either. <laughs> uh, Got a tap room, no? Overtone. Nope. He's honestly right, so another um, Gorm brewery. No, no, no. Right, <laughs> no. So you need to go <laughs> you're gonna have to go. Let me think. Brew York. No, you're going to have to go southwest of England and you're going to have to go. Um... Tiny Rebel. No. What's Left handed giant. That's, that's Wales. That's Wales. I was going to say. Tiny Rebel, Welsh. Left handed giant. No. You're in the right ballpark, though, Cal. You're in the right area of the world. Arbor. Arbor, yes. Number six. Fuck yeah. Who else then? There's one more. In that area. And like fucking more. Bristol. More. Uh no to Gil, yes to Cal. Who did you say? Bristol I, Beer. I factory. said Bristol Beer. Oh, right. oh it's a, it a Bristol Beer company or Bristol Factory. Factory. <laughs> the rest I do not think you're gonna fucking get. Right. right. Go for it. I'm just gonna have to tell you because it's quite infuriating. Um so number so like I said, Cloudwater number one, Stuart number two, Kernel at three, Siren a number four. All oh, right, okay, I would have got there eventually. Well, I would have got a long fucking long time. Abbeydale at five. <laughs> <laughs> just based on just based on sheer volume. So I'll tell. In fact, I'll tell you the volume at the same time, right? So like I said, this is going against Google ratings, top rated beers, number of of beers brewed. Cloudwater did 800, excuse me, 816 beers. Stuart, 903. Obviously, the, the 903rd beer was that one you had, Cal. Um, Kernel. That good, nine, that good, they never put their name on it. <laughs> Kernel, 919. Siren, 500. Abbeydale, 500. Ar- Arbor, 600. Uh, Bristol are number seven on the list with 196 beers. You might have got there eventually if we say if we went for a brewery down at the borders. Tempest. Tempest. Yep, yep. number eight on the list. Uh, nine and ten, New Wars Brewing and Powder Keg. Powder Keg, I've heard it. I, I, I think I've heard them, but I can't be honest. So it got me thinking that this is missing some of the biggest fucking breweries you can think of. And I thought, right, maybe it's like Downey, like, the number like the, the the these ratings they've not brewed as many beers or whatever and the so you mentioned verdant i think it was yourself cal they've done 175 beers and you telling me that they're i don't think arbor should be six i don't think arbor should be in the top 10 i think they do good beers but i don't think they're top 10 Big cans, but <laughs> big, big, <laughs> big cans, but I don't, I don't think Lovely my opinion. There. I don't think Stuart's number two. I don't think Siren should be top ten. I don't think Arbor should be top ten. I don't think Bristol should be top ten. Even this, at a push, Tempest. I don't know. I, maybe there's an argument there. Nine and ten, those two we hardly heard of shouldn't be fucking there. So this this ties into the convo we had ages back about the whole Pantheon thing. Right, Ooh. as in, like the best of the best. Like, what if we're putting these in? How many of those ten made our pantheon? Yeah. Cloudwater, the Kernel, two. Right, and I know we only just started. We just kind of touched on it. How many of the other eight would you say are for? And we, is this this year or is this yeah. all? T- so this is so just this year. This list, this list was done at the start of the year. It was like February. Okay. So even if you went the year back, right? So if you went the year back, how many of the other eight breweries would you then put in the pant- our pantheon? No, what the fuck? 
And so this got me th- that like this is again going around that same kind of mindset as I'll, I'll end up writing down breweries who I thought should be considered in a top ten list of of, of this. And I've written down Verdant, Dea, Track, Beak, Wild, and Polly's. I can't argue with any of them. No. There's ones that I, there's some that I've missed. I, I, this is me doing. I, I was writing this quickly. There's Alpha uh, Delta. Bingo. Alpha Delta. Exactly. Overtone. Yeah. How the fuck am I thought? Shit. No, I've just, I've just there you go. There, I've just lost my lifetime membership. That's it. Uh, I suppose if you're going on. If it's qu- if it's quality over quantity, then you know that was. But if if, if you've got a brewery and that is making nine hundred beers or whatever the heck that was that you said, yeah, nine hundred different beers. That that kind of be like that's fucking insane. Like because I know when Three different beers a day. Yeah, exactly. Well, when I spoke to. Um, it oh, might be if I if I rate it, it might it might be like nine hundred brews, nine hundred brews. Well, maybe Which maybe makes a wee bit more sense. But then when I go down the list and look but at even then, mate, three brews a day. But then I go down the but list. But they can do that. No work. bother on these kits, mate. Aye. Like the, the you mash in on if you get a, a like a like a twenty hit kit, you're you're mashing it, and what, as soon as you finish the mash, it, it moves. You're then mashing again, and then it's just you know. If I look again. at the the, the new wharf and powder keg, new wharf twenty eight. Powder keg twenty five. I, I, lo- I know Loch Lomond, and I'm kind of like I'm guesstimating a little bit here, but I know they done high fifties beers, mm. different beers last like in the like last year. You know what I mean? And you think they've got all the supermarket numbers and all the rest of it, like like nine hundred. Br- that's fucking insane. In fact, I need to look. Mm. I'm going to have to look it up now because surely. Um, What's her face? Northern Monk, who I said were 12th on the list. They must make a shit ton of beers, different beers, because yeah. they've obviously got the, the Patron box um, when they do some fancy shit. Um, why have I went on YouTube? That's not what I want. Um, so they do like a ton of different stuff, which is going to whack up the beers, because remember when we had them on, we had that uh, selection from uh, Belgium, and then I mentioned last week or the week before, the, the, the Turkish Delight beer. Uh, 136 wasn't as many as I thought it was going to be. That's if if that's what they're doing. How on earth is somebody doing 900? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's insane. It's just mental. That's it's a. Uh... I don't I, see. Like I can understand a couple of them being on the list. I get it, but. <sighs> After the top five, um, I, I question every single one. Like, I'll, like Arbor, the beers are decent. The, the obviously the big fucking cans make it look make it fucking even better. But I don't think they're top ten. Bristol Beer Factory, good beers. Don't think they're top ten. Tempest, arguably should be top ten, top fifteen, and then the last nine and ten, fucking no, off my list. It's interesting. Like, I, I think that's the. The, the cool thing about like depending on where you are and what you've got access to and all that kind of stuff because would you put Stuart in your top uh, 10? No, what the fuck? You know, and that's because, well, like, are we overpopulated with them if that's the best way? Because we know they make good beer. Saturated. Correct. Diluted. But, well, we know that they make like good beer, like you know, the Project Seven stuff yeah. is is good beer. Those are great beers, but they still can't. They're not rocking and socking amongst Ferdinands and Kernels and they kind of, and even uh, Overtonies. Overtonies. They Over-tonies. can't even lace dropouts oh. bits. Nah, no, true. I, I, my I love Stuart. Would... I love Stuart's Project Seven stuff. I the thought El Nino was, was tremendous. El Nino was the blue, the blueberry one. But is. Isn't he, and isn't I, love, I like Stuart's, <clears throat> I like Stuart's <laughs> stuff as well. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> I got, no, I, got, I, got, I had a bit of, I had a bit of uh, frog in my throat. Um, I like Stuart's supermarket stuff. Um, you know, I've, I've picked uh, up solid. a can of, the, I've picked up a can of New Relic 
um, their, mosaic, their mosaic IPA, which is lovely. I mean, we yeah. tasted and we tasted that before it had a name, you know, ah, out, mm-hmm. out of the tank, and, and when we were through getting pizza, and it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant, and we were we were drinking the freshest of the fresh through there, and right. even their even their core stuff was really good, um, fresh, but you know. You keep saying the right word, though, mate. Fresh. Fresh. Aye. Yeah. Aye. And you know, but and they've, 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 listen, Stuart have set their stall out. They've, they've, they've put themselves into the market as a supermarket beer, and they're meeting the demand. They're expanding, and and their brewery's massive now compared to what it was five years ago. Can I say and, they have dominated Glasgow and Edinburgh bars? For the last two weeks because of their 18th birthday mm-hmm. and having two weeks off beer I, thought go- I thought you were gonna say they've dominated fucking glasgow and edinburgh's bars because i've been off for a full i, know, so I thought he's going to say well. opportunity just to slip <laughs> that right in i'm, offered, I'm, I'm not saying i'm important horn, 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 but uh, that's no but <laughs> what i mean by that is they are doing everything right in terms well, no, of you know, and they have a mm-hmm. they have got such a good presence in in Scotland. But for for me, it's like it is. It's just it's over concentrated for me now. And like you're talking about the supermarket, I haven't. I've, I can't remember the last time I picked up a, a a can that I liked, but I haven't bought one for a while for that exactly. Oh, I, I mean, I, all I'll say in that is anytime I see the the, the New England one. I think it is just called. I think it is just a Nipper. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually got a name. I'll pick it up because it's a D. De- it's actually it's. I'll, it's a- I'll pick it up the next time I see it. Like to prefer, just for like like you know because I haven't. It's a palatable no. beer. It'll get you. It's nothing. It's nothing like fucking what what girls drinking. And it's not as bad as what Cal just drank. Um, it's it's drinkable. It's, it does the job. It, it's no fucking. Going to make your palate dance and be like, oh my god, this is the best nip you've ever had in your life. But it, it's good enough. Is it better than like <clears throat> Moretti or Peroni or Star of Praman? <laughs> yes. I'd say so. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, like, this is, that's what I compare supermarket beers to now. Is, is it better than me picking up a four pack of Madri. Premium lager. Premium Madri. lager. Madri's new, my kind of up there, by the way. Just saying. No, oh, I watched a, <laughs> read a couple of reviews that said it was absolute plank. Mate, <laughs> I, I don't mind it. Let's Brood be honest. We've we seen, we, we seen the video the other day. Anybody can make any lager sound incredible <laughs> when oh, you oh, review it. So, oh, Christ. Did you share that? Did you share that on your Instagram and stuff, Gav? No, but I will do no. right. So I, and to enlighten the listeners, I, I've stumbled across a TikTok video of a guy in America um, reviewing tenants. Now, it's tenants at a, a 330ml bottle, I believe. No, no, it's a 500ml. Oh, it's a 500 My apologies. He makes um, great mention of, um, we could never have this in America because our um, beers are beers so are much higher strong. in ABV, Aye. except for the fact that they're literally the purveyors of light beer, white beer, which is three percent. See the funny thing is about that 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 video. So he said he mentions that at the start, and I had to rewind it three or four times at that bit because I was like, "Did he just say what Angie said?" Because I was like, "Fuck you!" It's honestly, <laughs> the, the 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 world's top purveyors of fucking. Spent dishwater bush light, dishwater, uh, <laughs> bush light, you know, coarse light, middle light. What that is is the runoff for the dishwashers at all the bars that have like that wee tiny bit of beer that you left in the bottom of the thing. That's bush light, right? <laughs> and they sell yeah. that in Keystone and like all the other gumph that you can get exactly. is gone. The only <laughs> decent beer they make, and in, in, in my opinion, that's macro enough is probably Miller High Life. And oh. after that, it's Dale's Pale Ale, which is tremendous. But um, I've not, I've not had, a, I have not, not had a Miller High Life since I was seventeen. Christ, Miller High Life Tall Boy can with a uh, shot of Fireball and a paper. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. I was uh, that just we were on the on the cruise and that, and they were doing obviously it's an American American company, so it's all Coors and Bush okay. Light and all the rest of it, and. The, the guy next to me one day and I was like fuck I'm gonna have to get myself 
a couple cans. So like, and the guy was like, "Give me a a bush light and a shot of fireball." And I just looked at him and I'm thinking, "This boy knows what he's doing." <laughs> Straight in, off like that, and I was thinking, "Amazing." The other one was they had. Remember the big fat, the tall boy, the big fat cans, uh, Fosters that we got in Vegas. We mm-hmm. never bought them, but you've got the picture of you holding it against mm-hmm. your your head, girl, and the, the cans the size of McGill's like face. <laughs> Pretty sizable dome. And it's this size. <laughs> My guy was like, "Give me one of them because uh, I need a I need a big beer today," and I'm like, oh, "I really want to buy myself one of them, but it's Fosters." And after Just the first the first two gulps of it, I'm going to think to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going re- to regret this every second, though. This is going to bring on seasickness. <laughs> and we're at Portland Day. The fireball. <laughs> the fireball and the beer. I just, like, as soon as you said that, I was thinking. But I so they did... used to come in and do it. I used to go and watch. God, I used to, when I was in Atlanta, I spent about a month in Atlanta, and I used to go and watch the Premier League stuff or any UK football. You could watch it in the morning. But they opened up the pub and there was a it was a, like an English style wank pub with like <laughs> Newcastle brown ale and tenants things and yeah. sausage rolls that looked nothing like anything like a sausage roll. I ordered it just for a laugh. But they used to put all the football on and I was in there and there was folk in there at like 12 bang on, like half 11, 12 o'clock. Tall boy can, fireball. But the, the, the shots were literally in. See the wee things, the wee mouthwash things you get at the dentist. Mm-hmm. Wee paper cups that they get, or in movies they get pills in. Yeah. In America. Dame, that was a that was a shot. The fireball. Okay. And that, and it was. And they put the thing back. <laughs> just them away with their beer. <laughs> Unbelievable. And boy, and like you're saying, Mark, boiler makers as well with the dumping shots of whatever just it was in. in their tankard straight into their beer and away. Like if they give him it in a glass tumbler, it was straight in, like a proper Jaeger bomb. Oh, a boiler maker, and then drinking the boiler makers like in uh, Thor. No, 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 thank you, not not for me, no, thank you, fuck that shit. Bye. The video basically of this American guy, um, makes a fool of himself because reviewing have never done that before, have they? Well, reviewing tenants lager in a 500ml bottle and um, and his. Beer reviewing wisdom gives it. I think it was like an eight out of ten by the end of the video, and he's describing describing tenants in a way I've never heard it described before because I never heard the word pish once. <laughs> it's the the floral and the, the the there might be a touch of honey in there and and all this and I'm thinking this boy this has been filled with something else like a hundred percent. He's not mentioned metallic. Metallic pish. You never used the phrase cooking lager. <laughs> this makes me want to st- this makes me want to stand in the opening of a shop <laughs> in the rain. This makes me want to ask that boy what he's looking at. <laughs> hang in the new hang in the new while I bend the curve on this cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, we man. I so I seen the video and as a a tenants apologist. Yes, I sent it over to you guys straight away. Going, what is he drinking? Because it's no tenants. Because <laughs> he's no said the word pish, and he's given an eight out of ten. Um, which, in fairness, to, even I would struggle to get a five or a six. Let's be honest. But um, hi. it's a like. It's what it is. Like any day, like it's, a it's funny. It's funny to hear it from that side because right. you know what they're like over there. They like to fucking uh, pick things up and all that shit. And can I add another like total like thing that I I seen when I was away and I had to mention it. I'll send you the picture, right? But I because I've gave three night of my, my weekly. I fact, that's the most I've ever had. Three weekly fucking BSs. Carry on though. Well, this one, like, so this would never happen in Scotland. It would never happen in the UK, right? But we're in uh, Italy and we're walking down the, like, the street. So we've got a supermarket. So you got in the supermarket, like, for beer, water, all that kind of stuff that you normally... Outside the supermarket... Food as well. They have uh, vending machines, right? And there's these vending machines are dotted. like So it's obviously like a company. It's like a 24-hour vending thing. So like at any time of the day, you can go in and get 
a, a bite tea or fucking water or whatever, right? Mm. But one of these vending machines is just rammed through a booze, right? A beer, cool. right? All day, anytime, available, right? It wasn't, it wasn't lying on its side, broken mm. open. No, nope. empty. <laughs> Absolutely pristine, right? Pristine, beautiful, contactless, cash, coins, you name it. Mykonos, Mykonos Neds are nice. No, this was in uh, this was in Italy, so it was in Sorrento, mm. right? Oh, uh, well, well, that's Bosh. this is made of money. Made of well, you could have had an honesty policy and just had the beer out on the fucking side, and they would have no, left the right. No cash. chance, mate. Mm. No, honestly, these fuckers drink like some serious, like. But anyway, full tenant super was it? This is where I was going. Hundred percent. Ah, yes, I've got it. So nine and a half percent tenants super in a vending machine. Fucking yes. For two euros for under three euros for a three thirty mil bottle. And they say did we've you, got a did you buy it? drink culture. I bought it in the supermarket. I didn't buy it at the vending machine because we were. Well, I should have bought it. I should have got lens to video it. You need, like, you I can't need... even, oh man, I can't believe you never done a video beer review at tenant super fairly. Italy, but um, for the vendor, mm-hmm. the vend- honestly, mate, you should have told your dad because it actually might be cheaper for me to fly down there and buy- <laughs> go to the vending no. machine and no, fly back. Tenants special, which is 3.8 percent. This is tenants super at oh, nine. Sorry, this is blue, that's that's blue can. Oh, the blue, oh, blue, blue right, can, yes, blue can, Jake Ball, Berkus Kagul. Oh, right. pure like, <laughs> I was just thinking, there is no way. That this black house to go, red joggy bottoms and black loafers. Uh-huh. <laughs> one one a size eleven, the other you're a size eight. <laughs> <laughs> white, the white socks on. White socks on I. <laughs> <laughs> Would have survived a oh, night no. race, no. No, imagine they had. 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 Imagine Mm. And it's a collaboration between Pastore, Malt Garden, and Neon Raptor. Oh, Malt Garden of creation fame. Mm, indeed. Mm. And this one is a plum and amaretti semifredo sour. Oh. So, semifredo is the Italian sort of half frozen ice cream mm-hmm. dessert. Yes. Um, and this one uh, is a pastry sour. Um, conditioned on plums, amaretti, honeycomb, and vanilla. Okay, and it is absolutely stupendous. It's absolutely superb. The color, the, the color, look looks at the, the colors. It's, it's sort of a deep pink, magenta sort of color. <laughs> oh, and, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, correct myself. Malt Garden or Poles? Are they? Malt Croats. Right. You're getting stewed fruit. Stewed fruit, stewed fruit on the nose, and tons of um, what's it fucking called? Beer. No, marzipan. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, marzipan, okay. obviously for the for the amaretti connection. Oh, there's a vending machine. 
and uh, I and it's it's absolutely stunning. Um, again, it, it's following the, the the same line as all the Pastore beers, really, and it's it's got the lactobacillus in, so it really is quite tart. Um, so not probably one that you would like more than a, a sort of big muffet, Mark. Um, given given its sourness, but certainly I, I think you would dig the flavour. Like it's it, it, it's got a lovely sweetness. It does. It tastes like that sort of sweet ice cream type vibe, but it's not fake. Um, so it's not got any lactose in it. Like it's not got any milk sugar or anything. It's honeycomb and and vanilla that's giving you the sort of ice creamy flavour. Um, but the fruit, the fruit and amaretti combination is just absolutely sublime. It really is. I've got to admit, like it's one brewery, like from a non-sour. Like fat, like Aye. I don't like hunting it. It's one brewery that when we have tried it and at festivals and stuff, that you think, and you only get a small, what you say, like a third or something. Aye. So it's maybe palatable. Like so, the, the big four forties maybe are tough going, but the the combinations that they come out with in terms of the the flavor profile, etc., are just they are phenomenal. And like the pictures Aye. and everything you've sent, it has got me thinking: Do I risk it? For a bruiser box, if I was you, I would name it because no, they are they are pretty sour. Excuse me, they are pretty sour. Um, so I think the one you had last week was really sour as well, wasn't it? I, thought I, remember I, the, I mean, they're all they're they've all got a really sour vibe, and that's obviously just the style um, that they're that they're going with, and that's right. fair enough. Um, but the one the one that. Uh, the Mark's referring to, I, I sent one on, on Saturday night. It was one of their big 375ml, you know, chunky bottles. Yeah. And it was a, a Flanders red ale with cherries, Pinot Noir skins and red currants. And it mm. was absolutely, I mean, that, was, that wasn't as sour as the rest. Mm-hmm. Is it red wine? Aye, so the Pinot Noir gave it Aye. a really, like that sort of farmhouse, farmhouse. Um, sort of tannic funk, um, which was absolutely brilliant. It was <clears> so, so good. Uh, that's been the best one so far, um, but this one's hot on its heels and six percent. It's 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 carrying a bit of heft, um, so it's delish. Hey, uh, even for me, it's like granted that beer sounds really nice. Even for me at the moment, I think that that box for me sounds too sour, and I'm like, I'd I'd, I'd prefer like a. Well, I went for it. I went for it because of that for that exact reason, Gav. Like no. I, I've I've been I've been moving away and moving away and moving away for sours and. I felt it was about time I fell back in love with the style and and you know there's so much more to a sour beer than kettle sour True. and just tasting like you know acid mm-hmm. and this this is just testament to that you know sounds good though sounds really good um, Mark's just sh- shown us the the picture that he's referring to with regards to the vending machine um, fun enough <laughs> the tenants is seems to be the best seller because. Uh, one note is sold out, and there's only two bottles left of the other one. Whereas the Moretti, there's plenty of fucking Prony. Uh, there's Prony coming out as fucking tits. Is that Prosecco? Uh, is that bottles of Prosecco? Uh, it looks like mm-hmm. it. Um, it so... Martini. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like, everything's well stocked, and then the tenants, two bottles left. Nine and a half percent, mate. It's a rocking fuel at a vending machine. You know what I mean? That's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I, I just, I couldn't believe. I, I'm, I am gutted that I didn't like. Just, it was right next to like where we grabbed the bus and that. Like where it was like a wee shuttle bus. Oh, thing, so. see, that's a bus beer. Well, that's the thing. Like, the, we usually had because you you go into the supermarket and you grab, uh, you grab stuff. So I had. That's where I ended up having all the Oktoberfest stuff, but uh, I, I should have. A vending machine tenants would have been an a, a really good uh, uh, video. Let us do that. Look at that. Um, I'll just have to go back, boys. We'll just, I'll expense it this week. I'll go back. <laughs> um, this weekend we should be fingers crossed. Don't see why we shouldn't. We, we won't be attending the Bonus Real Ill Festival. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All of us. I All together at, now. I'm venturing north. I'm coming home. Yep. Um, and yes, we sh- well, I don't see, like I said, I don't see any reason why we won't be on the Saturday um, at the bonus. Is it, is it a town hall? Town hall? Mm-hmm. Bonus town hall. 
it's a Friday and Saturday gig. We're going to be there on the Saturday. I am actually kind of surprised, pleasantly surprised, at the beers that are going to be there. Um, obviously, there's going to be a, a kind of, you guys are going to be there, Marky Boy, in terms of Alchemy and Hoppo and Broughton and stuff. Mm-hmm. All those beers are going to be there. But you've got the likes of the Talking Heads is going to be there. Yeah. Williams Bros and there's other ones that I've written down. Cross Borders are going to be there. Um, who else is going to, like, I know um, <clears throat> Gerard mentioned a couple of breweries, but, you know, mainly Aokame, Spey Valley and Broughton, I suppose, which are probably the three you should look out for. But, yeah, the three that you should avoid. I'd be, I'd be interesting to, <coughs> to get... No tours are there, I'd be interested to get a hand my hands on some of the cross-border stuff because I haven't had any since the the Edinburgh Craft Beer Festival pre-COVID. Aye. And that was the, the only brewery that I had that I had to ditch the beer was cross-borders. Oh, really? Aye. So it'd be interesting to try some of their beer to see if it's uh, drinkable this time. Top Out are going to be there. Top Out. Yes! There. You've got the, you've got the uh, new Dunkel. Mm-hmm. 4.8%. Oh, nice. And uh, a Doppelbock Lager as well. Oh! Pints all round. You've got, pints, uh, pints, pints, pints. Very Trist, Trist are going to be there. Uh, Fine ales as well. Traquea. Who, just to confuse um, things, I've got a, a, a beer called Stuart Ale. No. Very good. Stuart have got Radical Radi- Radical Road Reverse and Kapai. Ooh. Kapai, um, standard there. Radical Road Reverse is always, a, um, is always one for sampling. And keep an eye on our socials as well because there's a rather well stocked craft bar um, within walking distance uh, to the bar slash to the, uh, to the to the festival venue. Um, so we'll post a link to the address um, on our anybody, socials. And, anybody anybody, if anybody fancies, yeah, just just anybody, just carry on. Anybody wants to like, keep tabs on a perfect draft getting kicked up. Quite, quite cheap pints, <laughs> quite cheap pints in that spot as well. Eh? Mm-hmm. That, that pre drinks or post. What's the uh, I need to be post if we're going to the event, if we're going to the festival back depends at eleven. What the, depends what the beer's like. It could nah. be mid. <laughs> uh, could be mid. Uh, you're right. <laughs> could, could just so drag what's the uh, t- what, what's uh, what's the perfect draft pour in this weekend, Mark? To for it's, our, it's, it's for October. Our... It's Octoberfest, mate. I've got oh, laggers nice. and laggers and laggers. Nice. So. Mm-hmm. nice. Um, to be honest with uh, you, there's, like, there's a wee keg, there's a wee mini keg, a big season on the oh, go as well. Have, I, do have mini, <laughs> I, do, I do have a a, a lovely, um, a wee big season. It's lovely, but um, it's an eight point one percent season that's um, Yvonne from Ibin um, Brewing, uh, lovely uh, guested um, me when uh, this week, so that's available. I do have. The fridge is basically uh, stacked with barrel-aged and barrel-aged beers in general and stouts. So the plan oh. would be lager on draft and uh, big dirty stouts to and uh, glass afterwards. So, so can I? We mentioned last week. You, you've maybe not got that far, Mark, if you didn't listen to the full podcast. But I, I suggested that in the coming weeks we do a, a sort of barrel-aged special. Yeah. Um, well, we're all together, and I think Gav's still going to be around for next Tuesday. Um, so it'd be quite interesting. I, I've got, I think I've got one or two in the fridge, barrel aged ones. Um, so it'd be interesting if we could, we could all bring a barrel aged and get fucked up on some big dirty dark beers. <laughs> I've got some. I've got a couple there, and I, the other thing I could also bring, just as a, a kind of. Pre- if you don't tell me you're bringing on. that anchor beer, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. I, c- I could bring the. I could bring the Christmas. I could bring the Christmas magnums. Aye. Mm. And pair, you know, the bar leaves, a, even, a lovely even pair of Christmas magnums. Even if it's like 330ml bottles or, or two, 375ml bottles of the bar lace stuff, if you're splitting it between us, you know, it's only going to be a sort of festival minutes. pour each. Mm-hmm. Me and minutes. Right. Mate, the, the last time we got together, we done this and we split... We had four beers. We oh, thought, oh, we'll split it between us, and we all drank four beers each. But we were all utter backstroked by the end. Of it. I'm trying to see whether why there's a problem with that. Well, I was being sick of my Mosgarden and everything. Right. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. For you. Sounds like a fucking brilliant Tuesday to me. <laughs> sounds know. like a good Tuesday to me as well. Oh yeah, good to the bonus guys. I've already got 
uh, October 2022 up as a past festival. Yes, <laughs> Done. We've done it. Sorry, done. So they're coming back to the future. Been <laughs> the and gone. The weekend. Been and gone. But no, look, thoroughly looking forward to that. Um, and we should... Aye, there'll be lots of stuff going on. There'll be lots of fucking drinking going on. Let's be honest. Yep. Yeah. So if you're a listener and you're there, come and say hello. Reasonable lines. Aye, if you if see you're us in the there. local area, you can get. It's easy enough getting to as they train to Linlithgow, and it's like honestly five minutes down the road. Or if so you're driving, if you drive outside Marcus, and you literally walk across the road, and you're there. Aye, but you're just parking. I've got plenty of driveway space, so it's uh, twelve. You should, oh, you should put a sign up. No, no shit. You should put a sign up. Fucking charge for a couple of quid to park in your driveway. No, that might. That no might have Listen, if they're going to the beer festival, I'd imagine they've walked it. Aye, aye, well, that's true. Plus, I want somewhere to park. <laughs> <laughs> the driveway's big no, enough. It's and I'm not paying 12 quid. That's not happening. No. no Friends no, and no. family, man. Terror. I'll park it. I'll park it. I'll park it, Lindsay, and walk it if it's that much. Uh, I'll, park, I'll park you your driveway. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, Beerfish Podcast, real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Whatever you listen to this episode, Make sure you subscribe, hit the ding a ling ling to be notified of all your latest episodes. Why am I shooting? Try to shoot the dog. Try to shoot the dog on it. Not you. <laughs> Although your outro is rotten, but that's. Ah, just as what it is. Um, oh, as always. Lovely. Sorry, I was trying to lose the shot. As always, um, make sure you drop us a five star rating, really does make a difference. And you can show your official support by heading to our Patreon page. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast on real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Till next time on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Cheers, bye. What are you doing with that face? <laughs>